Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Burn Offerings. Welcome. We are drinking hams and uh, coming off an exciting weekend. Yeah. A uh, little out of our element doing an episode on Sunday. Yeah, well, we were, we were both supposed to be at Wasteland. Right. I didn't make Wasteland. No. For good reason. For understandable reasons. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Wasteland was this weekend. and uh, Dude, how was that? Uh, it was good, man. No one was there. Yeah, I know like almost everybody that we knew that always goes, all of them just didn't go. None of them were there. So, I got a lot of hotel time. <laughs> Um, but it was, uh, it was cool. They did the, uh, reunion cast of, uh, My Bloody Valentine. And, uh, most of the cast was there. A couple people were missing, but. That would have been cool to see. It was. It was cool to have them there. And the panel was really good. The Q&A. And, um, yeah. They, you know, it was Wasteland. I mean, if you've been to one, you've been to them all. You know. Was, uh... I know you said you pretty much stayed in the hotel if you weren't over... But did you go down at all during the after parties and stuff? No. Fuck. No, I just hung out at the hotel and got really stoned and, you know. I was kind of wondering if there was any cans being crushed. I don't think so. Um, It was pretty mild. And they really did crack down on the smoking cigarettes in front of the opening doors. Really? And there was nobody out there. What the fuck? Yeah, so there was no, like, big party atmosphere uh, in front of the, um, you know, the opening doors. Fucking cracking down, man. The past few, it seems like it's gotten more tame. Yeah, well, you know, I guess maybe that's one reason that it's thinning out but i still had fun and i'll go every time you know if i can dude tim used to tell me stories because he was going for years before i even went to one he was telling me stories about shit that used to go down there yeah i heard some of those stories and <laughs> yeah pretty cool uh but it's not really like that anymore, I guess. I mean, from what I hear, it used to be. I mean, shit, even since we've started going, <clears throat> it's died. started, like, just becoming more tame. They're cracking, cracking down on more shit, yeah, it seems. It's not as crazy. But I still had fun, and uh, I got some pretty cool uh, scores. Uh, uh, what'd you get? Scored... Um, Ride of Reanimator on VHS, um, a movie called Bad Channels, uh, the movie uh, Burnt Offerings, <laughs> and uh, I'm really stoked on this, but uh, No Retreat, No Surrender 2, I fucking <laughs> lost my shit when I seen that, and it was a dollar. I was like, dude, this is killer. I, I have the first one, which has Van Damme in it. Yeah. But the second one has Cynthia Rothrock from uh, the China O'Brien movies. Yeah. And uh, it's fucking... It's rad, dude. I watched it today. and Is she the one that they uh, based the design of... Um, Sonia. Sonia off of? Absolutely. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. I, I scored those on VHS. And as far as DVDs, I got 
the men behind the sun <laughs> can't wait to watch that i one. can't wait for you to watch that one either <laughs> zach from shit life has been like raving about that movie for a while oh, yeah. like i you gotta see it steve you gotta see it so i'm pretty stoked on that uh i scored uh eyeball the italian giallo film uh umbardo lenzi yes yes yeah little short story about that. A lot of people frowned on it and said that it was his weakest um, work out of his whole uh, catalog. Yeah. Well, that was because they seen the butchered U.S. version and all the gore was cut out. But I got the uncut version. So... Dude, like, America sucks in so many aspects. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I know. Whenever fucking, like, like, one of them, when movies come across, like... Granted, like a lot of the time, a lot of these movies were also getting butchered in like overseas, but it just seems like when it came over here, they just fucked them up even more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, I'm glad that I never seen it, you know, butchered. Yeah, I got the uncut, but uh, it, I, I watched that and uh, never seen it before. But uh, Jimmy, a buddy of mine, uh, gave me Frightmare 2 clamshell, and the eyeball trailer was in the beginning of the movie, and I was intrigued. Mm-hmm. So I've been on the hunt for it, and I finally found it on like a bootleg DVD. So that's cool. I, I got that, and I got uh, Cellar Dweller, and um, what else did I get? One more. You got the fucking uh, Scalps. Scalps and uh, the Slayer double feature. Yep. Also scored a Cannibal Holocaust for ten bucks. Can't beat it. I never owned it. Love it. I'm glad I got it. I th- Un- the uncut, the, the director's cut. I think I have the DVD of it, and then I also got the uh, Japanese VHS. That's sick. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, but we seen, you know. Morgan scored some really cool stuff too. She got the complete series of monsters, the oh, cool. TV show for twenty five bucks. I was like, whoa! Oh, yeah. yeah, the complete. It was a six disc set. Uh, every episode bought the complete Three Stooges um, set. I didn't. I didn't know. I don't know why I didn't, but I would have really enjoyed that. And I picked up some shirts and. Um, drank some yingling that was pretty fucking cool because I never get to have that here in Michigan but all in all Wasteland was cool the My Bloody Valentine cast reunion was really cool and um, it was pretty tame for the most part if anyone was wondering yeah what have you been up to man uh, really not not much fucking anything Last weekend I went to a stack stack show. Yeah, how was that? That show was amazing. Yeah, a lot of good bands. I I, I didn't make it. Yeah, it was all played. Um, Shit life, Tearation, Girth, Sophia Cartery. <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I missed Archigathus. Archigathus. Regurgitated guts. Oh man. Head eruption. Oh fuck. I dropped the ball on that one. That shit was amazing. Yeah, I fucking can imagine. <laughs> Head eruptions going on. They played like right after shit life, and 
pretty sure Tuesday and Charlie were high. At least Tuesday was. And they had pizza coming. It was basically just for the bands. So, like, in between, like, song, like, Tuesday, be like, the pizza here? Is that pizza here? <laughs> <laughs> and then the pizza comes in. Uh, I think she's like, is the pizza here? Somebody's like, yeah, it's just for the bands. And Charlie's like, she's holding a guitar. She's playing right now. Literally playing right now. Can she get some pizza? <laughs> she's like, yeah, like... Holding her guitar like, what do I got to do? <laughs> Come in the band, give me some fucking pizza. Yeah, it's for the bands only. Well, the band that's playing right now is asking for pizza. <laughs> They're like, well, you just want me to like give you peace now while you're playing? She's like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> right? That's killer, dude. Um, yeah, I'm bummed I missed that one, but I'm glad you went. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. It was a good time. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, Kirby's Kirby's birthday party birthday party yeah he flew out Archigathas for that show Deterioration drove 12, up, 12 hours just to play it like they weren't doing any tours pretty much every one of those bands just came out just for that one show it's fucking awesome dude um, yeah so you did that did that that was a thing um, I want to say that's pretty much been the only thing that's happened yeah <laughs> I haven't really been I haven't been doing anything yeah, I've been uh, getting geared up for Halloween, and I see that you are doing the same. Yeah, uh, haven't done the yard yet. I was gonna make. We got this whole stack of tombstones. Yeah, lots of them. Then I'm gonna make more. Like actually make some. Cool. And then um, yeah, I think tomorrow I gotta cut the grass and then start decorating because I'm not gonna fucking cut it again. Right, yeah, last one for the year. Um, but yeah, uh, what have you uh, you been listening to? Anything uh, besides like what we just jammed, which was fucking awesome, regurgitated guts. Yeah, like, I can't rave about those guys enough, man. Like that that that's a solid seven inch, man. It's just old school death metal feel. Absolutely, yeah, it's killer. Uh, if if anyone that catches this has never heard of, which I'm guessing probably not. Yeah, they uh, haven't really played out much. No, they're not really. It's um, uh, Dan from Archigathis is in it. I don't know who's who actually started the band or whatever, but uh, he's in it, does vocals and drums, and it's just old school death metal feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just got that classic death metal sound. And it's like, it's really good, man. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you showed me those guys. Yeah, I had a feeling you dig them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's right down my alley. Like, you know, I'm not really into death metal as much as I used to be, but I can't pass up a, a good death metal band. Like, you know what I mean? Especially if it's got an old school feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's like the classic death metal format, killer, and the fact that. You know, Dan from Archigathis is in it. Excuse me. That's fucking awesome, too. Yeah. Like, I've never been big in the death metal, but I like a lot of more of the older ones. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to, like, the newer, like, super tech stuff, I'm just kind of like, eh. You know, and that's what happened to me was I lost interest because a lot of them started getting like that. There was, like, one band that I remember 
you know, and I could be crucified for saying this, but that started that whole thing, and it was Necrophagist. Yeah. They were like a traditional death metal band, but they had tech aspects, and they were really talented. They were really good, but it just seems like once that blueprint happened, all these bands, like death metal lost something. You know what I mean? It didn't have that old gritty fucking, you know, just balls to the wall fucking tritone, you know, double bass kicks. Yeah. Not so much fucking how fast can you blast with how good the production is. It was just like fucking, you know, back in the day it was all about like, you know, just the grit. And, uh, you know, regurgitated guts definitely has that fucking old school, you know, feel. And, uh, yeah. So check those guys out. And fucking, you know, check out all the bands that Jared mentioned that he seen last weekend because they're all good, dude. I mean, head eruption fucking rules. Yeah, I uh, say that shit. Life we we rave about them all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, and girth is fucking great. Um, Archigathis, they're fucking heavy hitters. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, uh, been around forever. Got a ton of fucking material out there for you to check out. Oh yeah, you can go on Spotify, you can go on YouTube, you can fucking. You can find this shit anywhere. You fucking know what I mean? Seven split seven split cassettes full fucking full lengths. Yeah, they got a plethora. Yeah, I'm not sure the exact count of releases, but it's it's up there. Yeah, like really up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're on Spotify. So if you do have Spotify, they they are on there. Um, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I haven't really been listening. This is gonna be fucking strange. But I haven't really been listening to a lot of music yeah. for like a week. Um, but I know that Windhand, uh, Love Em or Hate Em, Like Me or Hate Me, <laughs> they had a new album come out Friday and I, I checked it out. It's pretty good. Um, you know, it's, it's whatever. You know, it's nothing It's going to blow your doors off or anything. But I checked that out and... I've uh, been listening to a lot of Slasher Dave and a lot of soundtrack stuff. Not nice. so much bands. You know what I mean? Because it's Halloween and I'm getting into the spirit and stuff. And so I've been jamming a lot of Slasher Dave and just like um, Fulci soundtracks and shit like that. Like when I'm in the shower or in the morning before work. So that's that's what I've been listening to. Dude, I'm jamming. Besides Recurgitated Guts, uh, pretty much all been shit I picked up from that show, though. Cool. Um, Band Gourmet, which is Joe from Archigathis and Recurgitated Guts, plays bass in both of those bands. This is his other band he just does vocals for, but it's just a fucking just, like, really killer grind band. And then, um, I think I wrote this, I don't know, uh, Ridiculous Terror? Ooh. I just played those for you guys. Played them for you. Played those guys for you. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is fucking trashy, trashy from Pizza High Five and Couple Skate and Sophia Carter. That's just like one of many one-man projects that he does. Yeah, it's killer. And honestly, to me, it's this is impressive for being a one-man project. It is. Because I know he records it all uh, analog four-track. Right. So to me, that's even more impressive. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's pretty chaotic. I love it. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's uh it's a solid uh outing. 
by by him for a one man fucking project. Yeah. Holy shit! The other one that he did was a, uh, which I think I mentioned before, Dead Friends. That was a uh, another one of his one man projects. He I think did. he told me about that. Yeah, they're fucking killer. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's really fucking talented. All of his all of his works are are great. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what he does is is really good. But um, when I was at uh, Wasteland, I watched a few mo- movies. Uh, watched um, Summer Camp Nightmare. Okay, yeah. Um, didn't realize that it was a uh, court from Jason Lives. Yeah, is in the movie. Uh, that was one that Morgan uh, suggested that we watch. She bought it there. Never seen it. And it's pretty good. I thought it was going to be a slasher, but it's not really. It's like Sleepaway Camp meets Animal Farm. They, like, hold the fucking owners of the camp hostage so the kids can just party. It's, like, weird. It's, you know... But I watched that, and uh, Eyeball, obviously, I talked about that earlier. Wait, did you say Meets Animal Farm? Yeah. Like the, 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 the book Animal Farm? Yeah. Yeah, they, like, start their own revolution and shit. Okay. In the okay, camp. now I'm getting the connection. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, maybe that was pretty vague. Uh, well, I was trying to think, like, Animal Farm, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? Like, all right. Yeah, yeah, like, they, like you know, two legs good, four legs bad. Mm-hmm. They uh, they start like this like new revolution and they fucking overthrow the uh, owners of the camp so that they can like you know combine the boys camp with the girls camp and like they can party and they can do whatever they want and I don't know it's it's, it's okay it's it's no it's it's pretty good actually I shouldn't say it's okay it's pretty good uh, I watched that and then we uh, I brought the uh, box set that you bought for me like years ago. The Friday the 13th box set, and I watched uh, New Beginning and A New Blood. I watched those two, and uh, and we went, caught the end of the uh, screening of My Bloody Valentine, but we watched it the night prior, because we didn't, weren't sure if we were going to feel like going and sitting and watching it, yeah. so we brought it and watched it Friday night. And uh, the cool thing is, I, I wanted to say, before the panel... Um, the My Bloody Valentine screening was of the one that was uncut as far as they could get it. Figured it would be if they were going to screen it there. Yeah, so it had the uh, the gore in it. You know what I mean? And uh, I guess there was even more gore than that. Yeah? Yeah, but the uh, negatives got fucking turned into dust by the time they got to them in the early 2000s when they re-released it with they tried to save as much of that footage as they could yeah but there is even more than that i guess it was even more of a brutal fucking film than you know we'll never know because he said he tried to he tried to save you know and that's why the quality of the scenes that are that were cut out are different yeah yeah he said you know at least you could see what the fuck was going on it's almost like work print quality yeah, for the editing gores on that DVD. Yeah, and uh, he said that you know some of them scenes were just non-existent. You could, there's no way to save it. So that's unfortunate that it. Had that's to be- what sucks about like 
in the eighties and stuff. I mean, they made all those cuts. There wasn't a such there wasn't such a thing as like a director's cut or releasing like an unrated home video release. Right. So when that shit, a lot of the times when they when they would cut all those scenes out, it just got destroyed. Right. Like it, there was it was never going to be seen uncut after yeah, that. Right. That's what happened with uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. Yeah. Was all that shit got uh, thrown on the scrap floor and swept up into a fucking pile. And I guess there was some pretty brutal kill scenes and some really cool shit that was cut out of there. But, yeah, that does suck. But, um, yeah, man. Um, we're going to be talking about a really good movie this uh, this week. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped. Anything else you've been jamming or watching? Uh, fuck, watching. Yeah, what have you been watching, man? Uh, yesterday I just watched Halloween. The first one? Yeah, I watch it like once a year at least. I'm saving that one. Yeah. For later on. Not for Halloween, but closer to Halloween. On Halloween, I'm going to watch Night of the Living Dead, the black and white one. I think that's what I'm going to do. For sure. Um, yeah, I watched that. watched um, Porno Holocaust. <laughs> Yeah, you texted me. <laughs> I forgot how like that, awful it, it fails as both a porn and a fucking horror movie. It's <laughs> kind of bad in both regards. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I can't really. I don't have a frame of reference, but I'll take your <laughs> word for it. <laughs> so yeah, like I, it's been. It has to be close to ten years since I watched it. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh fuck yeah! A I fucking I had decade. This. Yeah, I was like, let's fucking pop this in. And I was like, yeah, but I, yeah, this movie's not good on either counts. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Like, I would accept it to be good. I would be okay with it being good at e- as either one. Right. I'd be like, okay. But it failed miserably it on both It kind of failed on both, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> That's terrible, dude. But it's like the same thing as uh, his, what is it? Um, the fuck's it called? Erotic Nights of the Living Dead. Okay. The other one by him, Jess Franco, or uh, not just Jess Franco. I can't remember who does it. Or did it Joe D'Amato. Joe D'Amato. Who the fuck did? Now I'm now I'm fucking blanking on who did them. I think Joe D'Amato did Erotic Nights of the Dead. I did not know he did Porno Holocaust. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think because I'm pretty sure he did both. Yeah, because he did. Um, for those who don't know, while Jared's looking that up, uh, he did Anthropophagy. I can never fucking say it right. Anthropophagus? An- anthropophagus. Um, absurd. Um, yeah, he did, you know, some... Bio Omega. He did, yeah, Buried Alive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, oh, that's another one that I watched recently. Didn't throw that out there. It's a good movie, man. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Yep. Jody Amato. So we did both of those. Same dude did the other one, but yeah, but it's like kind of the same thing. They're both kind of like, yeah, yeah. The well, the one was seventies uh, erotic nights of the living dead. Is yeah, that what it was called? That was like seventy four, seventy five, or something like that. Yeah, this one was uh eighty one. Eighty one. Mm. Yeah, 
so want that movie to be good. I really wanted the movie to be awesome. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think that's why I forget about it because I watched it the first time and I got bored. Yeah, <laughs> I pretty much got bored with it this time. Um, let's see what else. Um, watch Inferno again. Love that movie. Yeah, it's really fucking good. The fucking uh, the part that I really like, and it's kind of just a smaller part, but it's more just like everything in the scene. When she's trying to get out of the library with the book, and she makes the wrong turn and gets lost and goes up, and there's like that, that that like alchemist guy. Yeah, like just that whole scene is awesome to me. Like yeah, he sees the book and like goes after her, like he slide like shows him like sliding his glove off and his hands all like a fucking like fucked up and almost like witch fingers and shit. Right. Just, I don't it's, know. Just everything about that scene, I love. It's been so fucking long since I've seen that. So long. And I own it. Yeah. So maybe I'll pop that in this week. Kind of refresher. See, uh... No surprise here. We watched House of the Devil. Yeah. That's another one I gotta watch. That's... I had such high hopes for Ty West... Well, yeah. First time I saw that movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. Same here. And then I watched, like, The Roost, which was one of his, the movies he did before. And I'm like, okay, this is obviously one of his first ones. It's not bad. I kind of saw the feel that he was going for and the shit that he was doing. And then House of the Devil. I'm like, okay. Then he did uh, The Innkeepers, which is, like, oh, yeah. was, like, a 90s, like, ghost story. And I'm like, okay, like... I kind of dig this guy. Like, I kind of see he might be one of the newer directors who's actually doing shit worth fucking watching. Right. And then it just kind of dwindled off. Like, I didn't really care for much of any else he did after that. And then I don't think he's really done much. He did, uh, what, The Sacrament? Oh, yeah. Which is like a found footage type, like, um, Jonestown-esque story. Yeah. That was more recent, too. Yeah, for it being a found footage, it was okay. But, like, I hate found footage. Um, you do. Yeah. And then I think the last the last thing he did that I haven't even watched was some, like, Western-type movie. Hmm. She's like, dude, I had such high hopes. Yeah. Ty West was going to be, like, the dude coming out doing, like, legit horror for, like, this this era. And then no, yeah. Well, House of the Devil is fucking top shelf. That's really. pretty much that, and uh, Innkeepers are like the only two I him I really watch. I watched the Roost, the Roost, which was the one he did before House of the Devil. But yeah, yeah. that's I a have, shame. I don't have faith in newer directors, man. I hear you. I don't blame you. It's uh, it's not the way it used to be well i mean shit even like on paper if you look at all right what do you say on paper like if you were to watch and read anything about like rob zombie before he started doing movies you'd be like he's gonna make amazing fucking horror films mm-hmm. what 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 the fuck happened <laughs> seems to me that they got worse yeah like house of the devil or house of a thousand house of a thousand corpses thank you is okay. It's obviously like clear that he was taking a lot from uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Absolutely. series, mm-hmm. which he even admits it. Like, yeah, it was kind of my inspiration for it. <laughs> then everybody got all fucking hyped up, and that's like their favorite fucking movie. Um, 
Devil's Rejects. Yeah, yeah. Which it's like okay, it's all right, but yeah, it's I okay. feel House uh, House of a Thousand Corpses is better. I do too. And then it was just like after that, yeah, just does an interview saying he'd never do a remake. Signs up to do Halloween. <laughs> then he says he would never do Halloween Part Two. Signs up to do Halloween Part Two. And then I haven't seen Thirty One, but even like James and James is more forgiving on new stuff. He's like likes a lot of it. He said Thirty One was horrible. Oh, I can imagine. I kind of had a feeling it was going to be. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. I. I, I <laughs> It was like it had to do with clowns, and I pictured just the fucking clown with the sock condom on, with the ray gun and the white zombie uh, Astro Creep 2000 booklet. <laughs> I was picturing that type of clown, and it probably was that type of clown. <laughs> a fucking clown with a ray gun and a cock sock. You know what picture I'm talking about? Yes, right? I do. I had it. I had the Astro Creep CD. Yeah. It's like the chick laying on the bed, and he's all like with the ray gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have a, you know, lust to watch Thirty One. No. So, but yeah, just everything like newer directors, even with him, I just always thought like he would be cranking out really good fucking movies, and yeah. there hasn't been anything that like extraordinary from him no nope I mean outside of uh, outside of House of a Thousand Corpses there's like what parts of parts of the Halloween remake which aren't horrible but that's just stressing parts yeah and then um, honestly Lords of Salem wasn't as bad as I thought everybody made it out to be but there was just shit there that I, it didn't do much for me. I kind of see where he was going or where he was trying to do, but it's it, just you know. And the thing is that it had like such a good cast. What killed it? Well, there's the beginning parts where they showed him in the the radio station. The stupid sound effects they kept playing that they were playing on the radio show almost made me turn it off because I'm like this is fucking annoying right and then I when I finally they left the station I was like okay it doesn't do that all the time thank you but then there's it, it it was okay going on until the fucking towards the end and then it just got dumb the end is dumb yeah yeah the end does suck yeah and it's a slow burn which you know me I, lo- I love slow burn movies I know you that's do. I think that's why I didn't really mind that and I was already going into it with low expectations. Yeah. But I just wanted to watch it to say, like, I checked it out. And and I didn't hate it like I thought I would, but it was just like, uh, change this part and do, it like, a fucking different ending. And that would have been, I guess, better. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't do much for me, but I hear you. Uh, what else? Oh, I watched... Um, uh, this documentary on Don Dohler called uh, Blood Boobs and Beast. Okay. He did um, um, the ones he's most known for, uh, Alien Factor, Fiend, and Night Beast. Okay. Night Beast. Uh, uh, Massacre Videos, I think they did a limited release, but they're doing a more, like, bigger release of Fiend. Okay. Right on. Yeah, they were at Cinema. 
Lewis wasn't there, but they had copies of Fiend. Uh, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention, but you know they had a whole spread of you know Enter the Devil and fucking Spine and all the goods. Yeah. So. Yeah, he said he couldn't make it, so he just had somebody run his table for him. Right. But. but yeah. yeah, dude, that's pretty much all I've watched. The Don Dollar one was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen it. No idea. But no, that's pretty good. Nate from uh Nate from Secret Lair actually posted about it being up on some streaming site and I've never checked it out, so fucking went and popped it on. And he's pretty good, like he was very uh very dedicated to the cause about just making fucking movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to uh, jump into it. I mean, Mike, yeah, might as well. Might as well. Can't dance, right? Fuck, don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Zombie Holocaust, also known as Dr. Butcher MD. You know what else it's known as? Hmm. Which I've yet to see a release where it was called this, but I've read places where this is one of its alternate titles. Zombie 9, Dr. Butcher. Oh, wow. Zombie 9. <laughs> Wow. Whatever you want to call this movie, it rules. It does rule. There is a, I mean, there is a difference between Zombie Holocaust and Dr. Butcher. There is. There are differences. They're not exactly subtle. You notice them right away. True story. Which, I might as well just jump into that. I'll just jump into this because it's like a fucking, it's like a ball of worms here. It's going to unravel it. So unravel it for everybody. Okay, let's do it. So this came out in 80. And then um, was it Aquarius Films, which was uh, Terry Levine, picked up the rights to do an American release, and he wanted to fucking rename it. Hmm. So he paid to get an opening sequence done for it. So they cut out all the shit that said Zombie Holocaust, do their own opening sequence. He was going to call it Cannibal Holocaust. No way. And paid for that and then realized, oh, fuck, we can't do that because there's already a movie called that and they have the rights to it, obviously. So he's like, fuck, I don't want to put any more money into this to make a new opening sequence. So he gets a hold of... um, um, He's he's told about this guy, uh, Roy um, Frumkies, who has a movie... That's like has zombies that he's making. The movie's called Tales That'll Tear Your Heart Out. That movie actually sounded like it'd been fucking sweet. It was going to be an anthology film, seven directors. Hmm. One of them was Wes Craven. No way. Was involved. It never got made. Never got finished. And so he hits up. He hits a Roy up, saying, "I will pay you three hundred dollars for three minutes of footage." And then basically sent him a shit ton of footage, and he picked out three minutes that he liked. And then used that, and then just paid whatever money to have just like the title card come up that just says Dr. Butcher MD, because that's what he decided to finally name it. Oh, gotcha. So that's why if you watch like the, the Dr. Butcher one, it starts off with a fucking weird graveyard scene that's not fitting to Cannibal uh, Zombie Holocaust at all. There's a fucking tombstone that says Snuff Maximus. 
Which is the the fucking best thing ever. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty fucking rad, man. <laughs> and then just the uh, it looks like a drawing pops up that just says Dr. Butcher MD. Right. And then it shows a zombie from uh, Tales That'll Tear Your Heart Out. And then it flashes to a zombie from Zombie Holocaust. And then back to like the added footage and it's all it's fucking weird then they changed the fucking audio so they they changed like the soundtrack for a lot of it which the soundtrack for zombie holocaust i thought is pretty fucking good yeah it's pretty cool and they uh yeah they cut that out and just put some more weird fucking more just tones and sounds it kind of gives it a fucking goofy feel hmm yeah i mean i've seen uh i don't think i've ever seen the Dr. Butcher MD. Yeah. Um, that was a Paragon release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. And the tape always goes for, like, fucking too much, so... Yeah, it's one of those. Like, you can usually find them... Every once in a while, you can find them at a decent price. Yeah. If it's a slip, you can usually find that at a better price than the big box. Yeah, true story. Well, the big box has different art, too, doesn't it? Mm, it does. A little bit. Like, it, I mean, it incorporates the same thing. Like, the, the doctor and whatever but i think they jazzed it up a little bit yeah they jazzed it up a little bit it's it's slightly different um i've never seen the dr butcher md version so i you know shame on me and i you know i remember seeing this movie on dvd years ago uh i think i rented it from king video yeah yeah and uh i was like oh shit zombie holocaust has got to be cool so that that's the only version I've ever seen. Was it the, was it the Shriek Show release? Yeah, it was the same one you have. Okay, yeah, that one's uh, like the legit one, one of the first legit ones. I think Severin just did it a few years ago. I think Massacre might have did the VHS of it, and uh, that one's also completely uncut. I yeah. think they still. I think it's in the extras. They have like the the shit that they use for Doctor Butcher MD. The added in stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they even added a scene. Where I was, I was actually reading. Um, it was an interview with Ian McCulloch, and he was saying how he came back to do like extra shoot, like uh, like other scenes, and it was like them chasing like a rabbit around, like to catch a rabbit. And he thought it was weird. He's like, "There's fucking there's, rabbits aren't in jungles. No. Like, there's no rabbits in fucking jungles." No. And he's like, thought that like, he didn't know why they were doing. It. He's like, "It's not going to get used." Yeah, they actually used it because <laughs> they needed to make the movie. A little bit longer to be able to uh, get it internationally, and they actually tack that scene in. I think it's in the Doctor Butcher. I would imagine, yeah, because it wasn't in yeah. this one. Yeah, what? But rabbits wouldn't last in the jungle. <laughs> There's no way they would survive. There's no fucking way. There's also a scene in the that that got used in. The, I think it's actually might be part of the same scene. Where it was filmed in a totally different location, so you, like the background's completely fucking different. Like you see, like I think it's like dead leaves, like leaves on the ground, and it just looks like definitely not like a tropical island that they're on, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, there's a, there's some good kill scenes in this movie. There's some good gore in this movie. Yeah. Um, I think they did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the practical effects were really good. Um, 
Yeah, uh, and it's got you know Ian McCulloch. I think that's how you say it. McCulloch. McCulloch. Was that from Braveheart? Is there somebody named McCulloch in Braveheart? Maybe. I'm gonna go with yeah. Yeah, I've never seen Braveheart. Really? Really? It's not a bad movie. I heard it's pretty fucking good. Never seen it. I mean, you just ignore the fact that it was made by Mel Gibson. It's a good movie. That's probably what I would do. <laughs> that dude sucks. He's kind of a doucher. Yeah, he's kind of just a waste. Yeah, he sucks. Um, but, uh, I mean, dude, the fucking kill scene on the beach. Do yeah, we man. Do you want to get into that now or later? Because uh, that's, that's my whole... That's that's a legit scene. That's one of uh, definitely the most probably like famous kill scenes from this movie. Oh, it's fucking so good though, and and just the uh, the normal gore like sawing a hand off with a bone saw. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and the, the beginning. In the beginning. It's just the sound fucking effects. sound to it. <laughs> the sound. This is so good, dude. Um, dude, the scene in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking catch the guy. He has like the, he's like about to eat the heart. Oh yeah. He fucking just goes for a fucking skydive out the window. It, it's a fucking mannequin. <laughs> yeah, a, you can see the mannequin hit because the arm goes flying off. <laughs> That's fucking horrible, dude. And it's so much more noticeable on DVD than it would be on like VHS. Yeah, like a grainy VHS. <laughs> but yeah. You pointed that out, and I just... I had to laugh. It's too good, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the scene... Uh, that's my favorite scene, obviously. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably everybody's favorite scene from this movie. That's really like... They pull no punches, and they fucking have no like filler to that scene. It's just the fucking zombie comes up with a knife, and he just add him with the fucking... The boat motor. The boat motor. The fucking... Uh, to the face. Propeller to the face, <laughs> and just buries it in there and leaves it in there. It's like, fuck yeah, man! Caves his whole fucking face in too. That's so killer. Dude, this is one of those like one of the only ones that I can think of that kind of mix cannibal and zombie. Yeah, going. Yeah, because they had both. It was more focused on the cannibal aspect than the zombie, I yeah. think. But I just thought it was cool how the fucking zombies just emerged out of the out of the jungle. You know what I mean? They just kind of fucking appear. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. And the cannibals were scared of the zombies. Yeah. So that's what saved their ass. Like when ba- basically they got ambushed. Yeah, the fucking one shows up at the edge. Making noises. Yeah. And they look up, they're like, oh shit. And they just take off. Yeah, it's like What was that what was that weird cloth fucking red thing that they like No, oh, they threw at the chick? Yeah. It's a fucking like uh I think it's funny that they had that because I know they, they no fucking like weird native tribe is gonna no. have a fucking like basically red silk. <laughs> but it was basically just like a hook on the end of like a red silk ribbon. Fucking threw it out and hooked her. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that, dude? It was like a red carpet. Yeah. Like the red carpet. But, uh... Yeah. It's, 
this movie fucking rules, man. Um, if you've never seen it, what you can expect is a lot of the same stuff you would find in like other cannibal movies. I would I would say. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna seem familiar. Figuring they use the same set as Zombie. It was filmed on the same same location as Zombie. Oh yeah. Okay. So I mean. You're gonna have that familiar feel going into it. Yeah, it, and it has a lot of the some familiar faces from. Yeah, fucking uh, Ian McCulloch. Fuck, he was a zombie. Mm-hmm. Contamination. Yep. Um. Let's see, he was supposed to be in an Argento film. Really? He stayed. He stuck around in Italy for a while because there was supposed to be a project going on with Argento, and it never happened. So he moved back. I mean, I read other that the it ended up actually coming. To fruition, and it was uh, Tenenbrae. Was he in that? He wasn't in it. No, I don't. it's just he moved. Like I guess it was supposed to happen. Everybody's saying that that's the movie that it was gun that it was that it was. It's just it got delayed and wasn't happening. Oh. So he ended up just moving back to uh, England. Oh, gotcha. And then uh, the main chick. Yeah, Alexandra Dele Kali. Do you pronounce that right? I don't know. She was also a New York Ripper. Yeah. Which, honestly, she was only in, I think, like, seven or 11, I want to say 11 movies. And it was... Total? Yeah. And then she just... Uh, I'm not sure exactly what she did after that. But she kind of just stopped doing her thing. I, I recognized her right away. Oh, yeah. From New York Ripper. Um, but, yeah, she... Uh, so, you know, some familiar faces and shooting locations and uh you know just the feel overall of the movie it's i mean it's italian it's an italian it basically feels like an italian zombie italian cannibal movie yeah has the same fucking feel at the time those fucking movies were the hot commodity yeah people jumping on just trying to make quick buck which basically the director did um mariano andrelami who did it did it under frank martin for this movie as his like alias but he was this was like the only horror movie he did and he basically made it because it was like the hot you could make fucking money off of doing these type of movies yeah he mainly did uh comedies and after this later on in his career before he died he ended up just owning this fucking movie yeah that's weird man you know but uh you know the 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 dude from uh, my bloody valentine same thing he just did comedies and then they were like hey man want to do a horror film because slashers are like the it's like the cool thing it's man. the cool thing to make a buck you know but yeah i uh i dig this movie i highly recommend it uh if you're into gore and you're into cannibal movies or zombie movies yeah this is for you no 100 really cool. um another funny thing just to show you kind of just how they were just trying to churn it out um most of the soundtrack, not all of it, but most of the soundtrack was taken from the movie uh, Manuel and the Last Cannibals. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They basically just were like, yeah, we're going to just borrow this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. Dude, they got to pump them out, man. Yeah, no shit. It's fucking strap for time. Just use, uh, just use that. <laughs> you know? But, uh... I mean, pretty much. That's, yeah. Because, like, at the time, all these movies, they could pump them out cheap. 
Yeah, I know. It was just like spaghetti westerns, man. Yeah. Which the zombie film was the... How do you say it? Spaghetti westerns turned into zombie films. Yeah. In the late 70s. Look up... Fuck, even, even Fulci, but look up like a lot of Italian horror directors or ones who made like prominent horror movies. They did westerns. They did westerns before that. Which is fucking crazy to me. Fulci did quite a few, didn't he? Yeah, he did westerns. He did... Uh, honestly, he tried his hands in like comedy and shit before he just decided to keep doing horror. Yeah, but he was so good at fucking horror. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? That he found his niche. He found his fucking calling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, he could do it. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah. So that's a uh, Doctor Butcher, MD. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else on this one. I mean, I'm sure there's more I could have fucking touched on, but I can't remember. No. But you definitely check this movie out. It's Dude, okay, so it never... That's what the one thing I was going to say. This never actually made the UK's video nasty list. But a store owner had it. And they arrested him. Under the, uh, and charged him under the Obscene Publications Act. Which is what they charged anybody with who uh, had copies of video nasties. Yeah. So they arrested him with that and charged him with that. Or brought him up on charges, but he never actually got. It never stuck. He ended up walking free, and then I think it was like not until two thousand the movie got released under there uncut. Hmm. But I was actually surprised it never was a video nasty. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of weird. It slipped under the radar. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Probably because of the title, the fucking Doctor Butcher MD. That's the American title. Maybe they presented it in a different way to where... Yeah, I don't know, because they were pretty fucking... They were, like, way over the top during the whole video nasty thing. There was shit that was, like, coming up trying to be... Uh, that they were trying to say is banned that had... It was, like, a drama or, like, a mm. comedy. But it was the... If you, like, if you looked at the title... Or the artwork. was, like, I think... I can't remember the, exactly the film that um, they did, but there was one film... Where if you read the title, yeah, it sounded bad, but it was like a comedy or like a drama that was totally like a PG movie, and they tried fucking saying it was banned. Yeah, as a video nasty. I, I think I think I know what you're talking about. I've read that list like forty times. Yeah, there's a couple of a couple decent documentaries on it that came out in the past handful of years. Yeah, you know, there's one just called Video Nasties, right? Mm-hmm banned in the UK or something. Yeah, there's like a one called like Ban Ban Those Sadist Films or something like that. Yeah. All really good. It's just kind of shocking that somebody actually did fucking jail time. Yeah, that's... For know. just selling, for just renting a fucking movie. Yeah. The same thing with the Cannibal Corpse records. That's funny to me. Those, they're still banned in Germany, aren't they? Yes, they are. The first three are. <laughs> what the fuck, man? But, Dude, uh, at this point, you could get pulled over and have those like blatantly in your car, and no cop, I guarantee, you would even know. No, too much time has passed. Yeah, but back in the early '90s, if you had like Tomb of the Mutilated, you were fucking doing jail time. It was like big no-no. 
So cats were like selling them underneath the table and shit. You know, like fucking the world we live in, man. Yeah, it's fucking stupid to me. Yeah, me too. Like, Absolutely, what? I know. That's like yeah, when the whole video nasty thing was going on, they would have like conventions going around. It's like tape swapping, and then the cops would just come in and just and just like destroy, swoop it. up one person at a table. And, like, walk him out, grip his shit up into a fucking garbage bag, and just leave. And they would destroy all the tapes. Oh, yeah. They fucking burned them. Yeah, they burned them. It's like, the last time anything like that happened, it was kind of hard to understand what was going on if you watched any of the film. Because it was in German. <laughs> That's a fucking shame. Yeah. That's a fucking shame, dude. But... Yeah, they, yeah. When when they when they were doing those, and they were like, they would just have a. They would just have like people at Scotland Yard going through and watching movies. But then there was uh, one person who was like the fucking like flag flying the flag for it, like be on every fucking talk show. But she never watched any of the movies. But she would say what was in the movies, and it was like, they would be like, "How do you know that's in this movie if you haven't seen it?" She's like, oh, "I don't need to see it to know what's in it." It's That's like, just pure ignorance. It's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Just because it has the title cannibal or yeah. zombie. It's going by the artwork and the name. And yes. they would just make up shit that was in it. Yeah. Just to put everyone in a fucking hysteria. Some of you said in the documentary, they were like, uh, yeah, once you actually watch these movies, these movies, are some of them are boring as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, a couple of them are. They're, you know what I mean? It's just like, but one scene will fucking put get you, you know, jail time. <laughs> yeah. And then their whole thing was they were trying to say that like little kids were seeing these movies, and they're like, oh, we did this study, and all these kids were seeing these movies, and this other company came out and said, okay, wait a second, how'd you do this study? So they did their own study, and the way they did it was they would have a list of movies that were fake. And they'd be, like, asking these kids, like, oh, have you seen any of these movies? And they'd pick, like, the fake movie. And they'd be like, well, what's it about? And they'd just make up some fucking story. Yeah, they're kids. They'd be like, oh, it's about this. It's so gruesome. It's, oh, my God. And they'd be like, like that movie doesn't exist. <laughs> That's fucking. Funny. So that was, like, their counter, like, you guys are full of shit. These kids don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Unbelievable. Stupid shit. Dumb shit, as they would say at work. Dumb shit. Dumb shit. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what we have for you. Um, Dr. Butcher, MD. Zombie Holocaust. Check it out. Yeah, man. I love this movie. Me too. Definitely check it out. Worth it. We didn't drink that many beers this episode. No, we didn't, but we're going to. And... Um, yeah. We uh, we will see you next time. Yeah, if you guys want to drop us a line, hit us up, whatever. Uh, burntofferingspodcast.com. Uh, Instagram, we are burntofferings underscore podcast. Facebook, we are burntofferings horror podcasts. Twitter, we are underscore burntofferings. And um, yeah, that's that. Cool. If anybody wants to, if you want to drop us a line, we are contact at burntofferingspodcast.com. And yeah, we're just really chill today, man. 
Yeah, it's a really chill day. Yeah, it's a really chill day, man. I'm cool with it though. But we got some beers to drink, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I, I promise you, the audio's better this time around. Yeah, we we do promise that. Which I mean, by this point, you would already know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. See you guys.